Welcome to the Inspiring Leader Podcast. This is episode five, and today's guest is Laura McDermott. She's with Wana Brands, where their mission is to help people enhance their lives physically, creatively, and emotionally through the responsible use of cannabis. They are Colorado's number one infused products company with operations in Oregon, Nevada, and Arizona. Annette and Laura discuss why Laura wanted to get certified as an Everything Disc Facilitator and also why she wanted to bring that program into her company. Let's have a listen to our host, Annette, and our guest, Laura. Hey, everyone. I've got Laura McDermott here with Wana Brands. Say hello, Laura. Hi. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to talk a little bit about your certification experience. So tell me, first of all, why you were interested in bringing everything disc uh, into your company. I think the big reason was when you invited uh, myself and our controller here to go and see, um, it wasn't necessarily an actual training, but you brought us to something that was explaining the new productive conflict that they were about to launch. It and, was one of our showcases. Yeah. Yeah, it was a showcase. Yeah, that was really, it was just so interesting to hear about the program. I had taken DISC as an employee in the past and knew what my style was. And we had gone through that type of a training where I had worked before. And so I thought it was just really interesting that they were expanding into that productive conflict, which is no matter where I've worked, like conflict is just a huge part of life in general. We all have a hard time with having those weird conversations sometimes. And So knowing that they were moving into that area that I thought would be really good for my company, we wanted to implement that, Um, some kind of a training, just something that would help us with being able to have better conversations, understand each other a little bit better, be able to kind of talk in the um, the same manner so we all had the same language, and it just wasn't happening without having a structured training. Okay, love it. Well, and conflict and communication are two of the big things that I'm usually brought into organizations for. It seems like that's a big problem with many, many organizations. Now, why were you interested in becoming certified yourself as opposed to bringing in a consultant? So I think the big thing for us was we had brought you in to do uh, the emotional intelligence for the company. And it was great because... um, you were able to hit on all the different points that we wanted to touch on when it came to the emotional intelligence. But the piece that we felt was missing was that you just didn't know us, right? So you didn't know those little things that people who work in the company know, oh my gosh, this pushes our buttons or we always have this issue. And so we wanted to give it a try where I would be the facilitator since I knew kind of those inside pieces of the company that I could maybe raise some topics that somebody from the outside wouldn't be able to and wouldn't really get to that uh, level of asking people to really dig into like, what's my behavior? What's my part? And like being able to say, remember when we have this conflict issue and how can we resolve that? Because someone from the outside wouldn't know those little pieces. Go ahead. Well, I said, I love that applicability, right? You're taking the training and you're saying, okay, let's mold and let's change it now for us specifically and our issues here and what we know we've struggled with. And I mean, that's the best way to use the tool. Yeah. And that was really for us why um, having me be the facilitator of the program was helpful. The the, the other part of that that's hard for us being um, for those people who may be listening that 
don't know what Wana Brands is, we are a cannabis company. So our industry is super young and everything changes all the time. We're all super busy and being able to set aside a good four hours to have someone come in and for having people's attention for that four hours was definitely not going to work for us. We just can't pull people away from their work for four hours at a time right now. We're growing in just such an astronomical way that people don't have that kind of time. And so being able to have me as the person who knew the program, had the certification, would be able to walk through that training, it made it easier for us to, to split it up into smaller hour and a half, two hour chunks and be able to do it over a longer period of time with, with for us, we just finished doing our um, culture report yesterday, which is kind of the culmination of the whole, after we did work, the workplace, and then we did the productive conflict. We did our, our uh, culture report yesterday and, and it took us, you know, six months to get there because, you know, meetings get canceled. We have, you know, sales going through the roof and, People just can't take that time all the time. And so that, that was another really big reason for us is it's just the industry and where we're at right now. And if once the company's more mature, we may have those four hour blocks that we could put managers through a training, but just not right now. So that was another really big part of it. Well, I love that too. You know, if you cut the training down into smaller one or two hour chunks that you can do it more regularly and make it and really weave it into the fabric of the organization as opposed to a, a one day kind of one stop you know, one day we're in, we're out, and it's done, right? Keeping that training and that learning ongoing really helps support that, that cultural shift and those cultural changes. So tell me about uh, the classes. So you did online, if I'm correct. I did. If I remember correctly. Okay, so tell me a little bit about those classes, like the length and how many and what you, what you liked about it. So I took the courses and I can't remember if there was multiple choices of the different times, but mine were on uh, Friday mornings. I would have to come into work maybe like an hour early and they were online and it was early Friday morning. So I was pretty much done with my course and my class by, I would say nine thirty, maybe 10. I'd have to do some homework during that time to be ready, but then I'd be able to do my the rest of my work day. So that was really great. Um, I can't remember exactly how many weeks it lasted, but I think it was like four or five weeks. And um, I think the best part of that was the people that were in my class were from all over the country. And we actually had people in England as well that were in the class. And so it was just great to hear all of the different styles and just the different businesses that people were a part of, the different issues that they were having in their company and why they were getting certified. And um, that helped a ton in the end. I loved that part too. And when I heard that they would do breakout sessions um, for the training, the way that you do them similarly when you're conducting live training, it blew my mind in terms of thinking, how will they be able to do this? But they did. Mm -hmm. they, it's a cool process. Tell me about the actual certification part of it. So do you remember going through that? So the actual like test, the test part of it. Yeah. 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 So I think the way that the way you were just talking about how the class was structured and how we were able to, uh, the technology behind it is pretty cool. I mean, that's just so amazing that we have the technology where we can do this type of class. Um, because right at the end, we did have to do a final project where we had to put together a presentation and then present it to our small group that we were broken out into within the online system. And that's, um, 
And that was the final project that we all had to do. And that was great because it was a very practical experience. We had to, and I put it together based on my own company. And so I got a ton of feedback from the other participants so that by the time I presented this to our company, I had already gotten feedback on what I was thinking of presenting. So that was great. And then the testing process, I mean, I, for people who have ever taken online testing, it was very similar. So you get in there, you have a certain amount of time, you have to answer a bunch of questions. They were always available for you if you had a technical issue or if there was something that you needed to ask during that testing process. And I felt like I had all the information I needed to go through my test. Good. Okay. So you felt pretty confident then in delivering your first training after you were certified? Well, we could say I felt pretty confident, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like to think that I felt pretty confident, but I don't know. You know, it's still a little nerve wracking. And, and it was a little, I've presented and I've worked at ropes courses and facilitated things before. And they were always people I didn't know or know, know very well. Um, so this was a little bit harder. And um, to stand in front of a group that I know that I work with every day and be able to dig into some of the issues we have here in the company without alienating people. Yeah. So that was, that was definitely um, an area where I had to tread and make sure that I was doing it in a way that was respectful and not just jumping in and pouncing all over everything that goes wrong. (laughs) Well, and it sounds like a growth opportunity for you as well. And I know for me, um, you know, I've done both. When I was in the corporate world, I trained in front of people that I knew. And I think that there is something harder about that. You can't bluff anything, right? They know whether you're telling the truth and you're being authentic as opposed to a consultant coming in. Um, but I think, you know, it, uh, the training, it sounds like it prepared you well. You knew from a facilitation perspective, you understood the model of DISC and how the different players, those things sort of were connected. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, you guys uh, brought in both everything disc workplace and productive conflict into your business, both of those assessments. So tell me a little bit about how you've used that and like the value that it brought to your company. So it was pretty, it was pretty interesting yesterday with the, we, we finished the productive conflict. We had, we had done it previously um, and we were just kind of reviewing it yesterday before we did our culture report. And um, what we were able to do was take that, the workplace was great because it gave people an idea of who everybody was, but then the productive conflict really dug into how do we deal with the issues that we have here in the company and what are those issues, right? Cause what's issue for me is not necessarily an issue for someone else. And so we ended up being able to have this huge list on the screen in the room that was all these different things that had happened at the company and where people kind of came to my door or their manager's door where they didn't know how to handle something or didn't know how to have a conversation or didn't know the rules or the policies around it. And it gave us a really a good opportunity to be able to talk with each other about what was honestly happening in the company and how do we handle it. And what I saw over that period of time was when I would ask the question of how are you using this? How are you taking this back out into the workplace? As we moved along, I got way more responses. Oh my gosh, I'm having to do it all the time now. Or before I was afraid to have the conversation or before I was worried about someone getting upset when I realized that now when I just have the conversation, I have more respect from my team than I did before. So it was nice to see that progression of like not really knowing what to do to like I'm doing this all the time. 
But I remember when I was with your organization doing the emotional intelligence work there, people were having difficult difficulty with the skill of having those conversations, having those difficult conversations. How do you bring it up? How do you talk about that? So it's nice to hear that you guys have, from a learning curve perspective, moved further down that chain. And I'm sure it's helping you have better business results now because people are not, you know, um, holding back their opinions. They're able to state it. Maybe people are less offended um, now, you know, because they understand about somebody's style and their style to not want to filter information, those kinds of things. Right. Yep. Well, Thank you so much for sharing your insights. Just one final question. What would you say to other HR leaders or other L&D professionals who might be considering DISC certification? I think it's a great thing to add to, like, your portfolio of knowledge. So it just gives you more tools to be able to help in your organization, um, to help people see other people for who they are, be able to work with them in a better atmosphere to also see the company for who it is. Cause by ending that whole training session with our culture report, it's great because that's such a big topic at most companies. Like how do we mold culture? How do we change culture? And what it really does is it gives you an insight into how do we reward people? What do we think is important in the company? And those are, those shape your culture. Like how fast do we move? How quickly do we come to decisions? Are we slow and cautious? Are we fast in how we do things? And then how does that make other people feel based on what our culture is and just being really aware of how that affects others? And I think that any HR person having that knowledge and being able to give that to other people in their company, all it can do is help. And I see that every time someone goes through a training, even if you don't get everyone super excited about it, but you see those people that come through that and they really do get excited and then they get other people excited outside of that and talking about it. And so I think for any HR professional, especially HR of one, this is a great way to really engage people in a process that tends to be more um, in bigger companies. And this gives those smaller companies a chance to really be able to participate in something like this as well. Well, it's almost like investing in hiring another HR business partner to support you because it will reduce your workload. It sounds like having, you know, now that people were able to have those conversations, you're not having to be in the middle of them mediating things and, you know, and conflict. There was a presentation I did a few weeks ago and we talked about uh, the amount of time the typical manager spends mediating conflict. It's 25 to 40% of their job. And so if you can reduce that, you know, through something like DISC certification, it can help you get some of your time back. And we know HR leaders always never have enough time, right? There's just right. things going on. No, I think that's a great, a great analogy of having it be this like other person that you would normally bring in to do this kind of culture work. And you can, you can do that through a certification, which I think is great. Love it. Well, Laura, thank you so very much for sharing your insights. Really appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. It was good talking to you. Take care. Okay. You too. You've been listening to the Inspiring Leader Podcast with Annette Matthies. Aspen Edge Consulting works in areas of cultural transformation, leadership and team effectiveness, and everything DISC and five behaviors assessments. For more information on how Aspen Edge can work with your business, Go to the AspenEdgeConsulting.com website today.